0: This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. Are you single, but planning on having another person in your bed now that the world is returning to normal? Well, to my knowledge, it is important that your bed isn't uncomfortable. However, you don't want to break the bank in the process of buying a new bed. That's why I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night. Made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam. Fits all bed frames and reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novella directly. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder that when you use our links in promos, you directly support this show. What is going on, my fellow lords? What is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel SHWEEZY. Cancel SHWEEZY, the show that gives you the answers to everything. Why are you listening to Jordan Peterson? for your answers to life when you have me. I'm right here, right now. I'm using more of a uh, radio voice right now. I'm a little more quietly. As you see, I am uh, located in an Airbnb right now. I'm not sure how much you can hear this chair rattling and everything. I'm probably not going to be extremely loud, uh, considering there's people behind the wall with kids. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to say in this episode yet. I kind of forgot. And uh, who cares? Because... Uh, I am the best thing that's ever happened to any of your lives. So welcome to the show today. It is bound to be a good one. As you see right here, there's a bed that's not made if you're watching the video. And if not, you get to hear me tell you that there's an unmade bed right next to me. So uh, this is the type of guy you're getting. It's a pretty nice Airbnb. I like it. Um, the the weird thing I would say that uh, would differentiate me from like most Airbnbs is like, do I have to talk to the owner of the Airbnb. Now, the owners here are nice, but uh, uh, in regards to that, though, yeah, I know it's like the uh, key I like to an Airbnb is the idea of, uh, you know, uh, not being bothered by the others. I'm like, just me being alone, doing my thing, working on the podcast, doing jobs, and shit like that that I can do. So, uh, everyone, welcome to the show today. Hopefully, don't have too much rumble uh, in this. uh, I mean, this room is not acoustically treated, because it was never meant to be any place to record in. But uh, this is the type of guy you get. Still don't have the soundboard, for those of you wondering, so hopefully we get that back soon. Um, Yeah, that's something we could all really get back to using. But no, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for listening to this WAP, my fellow Shwoke Lords, a wet-ass podcast, a podcast uh, for all of you to be who you want to be. And uh, yeah, you know, I... I, I would say I really, That's the this is the type of guy you're getting, and I really like that. So yeah, we got the, this is the best episode of uh, Cancel sweezy <laughs> we've ever done, and uh, ever will do, because uh, I am the best, uh, the best of the best. There has never been anyone better than me. Um, have you looked? Because... I doubt you have. Uh, but no, thanks so much for checking out this episode today. Um, before I go into anything, go check out my music, Rider or Die Volume 2. is exactly around two months old. And uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, what, what's going on with you? What's wrong? Do you have any uh, do you have any problems when I used to go to church? Uh, you know, is there anything? What's guarding your heart? Been looking at porn? Why haven't you checked out Rider or Die by Shreezy? Um That's a good question for all of you here today. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here, but, uh, you better be checking out that show, um, or else things, bad things could happen to you, and you don't want bad things to happen to you, um, but I know I really like Ride or Die Volume 2, really riding on that, like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, trying to, me, cause you're always, if you're a good artist, like, if, if you feel like it, I'm always just, like, trying to write the next thing, like, when I had Ride or Die Volume 2, like, finished and waiting for it to all come out and everything... I was waiting for the... I um, started working on the next thing. Had some ideas for the next thing on what I want to do. And, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a very difficult chest. But this one, like, really ran out of all my ideas. So, like, this one's really good. I'd really say Rider or Die Volume 2 is really good. I also have other music. There's Rider or Die Volume 1 that came out last December. And then King, another EP, came out in March at the beginning of the pandy. Which was very funny as I relaunched a new career and everything. So, um... That's always something very cool, um, but no, go check that out, and uh, you can also check me out if I ever release new music or any new podcast and everything like that. You can go check me out on uh, your social media. Um, I am at the Sweezy everywhere, and even on TikTok, I changed that. So those of you who didn't know, I was the foreplay king on TikTok, but now I am the Shwezy. Back to being there. I, though I am the foreplay king, the title is still with me, so don't worry about that, for those of you who wanted to know, if I, uh, cha- something changed with me, nothing changed with me, I am still the same shweezy in the same four play kings you always have, but thank you so much for that, uh, go follow me there, that's where I really uh, post everything, if you really want to know what's going on in my life, that's the place to do it, that's the place to go. Um, and if you also uh, want to financially support our show right now, the best way you can do that is through Patreon. I think I need to make an update to our page, um, but I think Patreon's not only for this podcast, the Schwedcast, that's been on hiatus. For those of you who don't know about the Schwedcast, the reason it's been on hiatus is because uh, anyone I interview, it's like, man, the pandemic's really ruined our lives. Like, yep, and uh, that's basically the entire story. So I don't want to do a bunch of interviews like that, so... Um, and I don't want to just be like goofing around. I kind of, want, I mean, we need to talk a good chunk of music and fun. That's the show that I want to make. And so that's why it's on hiatus. Hopefully it's coming back soon. Um, once I'm no longer in Airbnbs or working in other people's studios and stuff like that. So, uh, that's the, that's the story there, uh, for those of you who wanted to know, um, but, yeah, go check it out on Patreon. I'm hopefully making it as a page just to support me in general doing work and everything like that. So, uh, don't be stingy and come uh, out. If you see my iPad right here, I don't know if how well it's in focus. You can see him. And I think there's one on this side, too. Yeah, come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. it upside down. it's sideways. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I'm recording on this, uh, looking at my notes on here for the script. So, um, yeah but, uh, let's talk about the free shit you can do. You can always like the show. If you're watching on YouTube, it's a very big platform. We were, uh, surprisingly enough, we were, we did get a week strike for bullying on our, uh, uh, t- uh what was it uh family by the ton video. Then I had to send it for an appeal and it got, and they're like, yeah, you weren't bullying there. <laughs> and so, uh, after they realized we weren't bullying, I was just talking about the show and, uh, Guaranteed guarantee there may have been someone at TLC talking about the show. Uh, not a big fan, but I guess yeah, I did play a clip from it, but it was like a TikTok, and the TikTok did not get flagged on, like, the full episode or the highlight. So, conspiracy theory against the old Captain Shweezy? Uh Who knows? Mystery? I don't think so. A uh, coincidence? Maybe. Hotel Trivago. So, yeah, so if you're on YouTube, uh, go like the show um, and subscribe and leave a comment either on this, you know, the full episode of cancer too or on uh, one of the highlights. One of the highlights is going to be, uh, you know, that's a really great place to, uh, leave a comment. Cause that's where I get into specifics and I'll actually know what the hell, uh, you're commenting on, uh, when people will, uh, comment out of context and I will not know what the hell they're talking about. Um, that's, that's happened a couple of times and I, um, it's like I, I don't care about the negative comments, but at the same time like, I kinda wanna know what you're commenting on. So uh yeah, that's a cool thing to do. But uh and if you're an audio only listener, uh wherever you're getting your podcasts on, uh Spotify, Apple, over cast, or there's some really random ones that people like, um, just, you know, subscribe to the show, like, subscribe. Uh, I think if you can leave a comment, leave a comment. If you leave a review, definitely leave a review. Leaving a review is probably one of the best things you can possibly do uh, for the show, because that's lets uh, at least the audio side of the podcast really shine through. So uh, yeah, and without further ado, I am talking really quietly again today, just to not disturb the neighbors. Um, cause I do not know how thin these walls are. Um, they have kids. I can hear like the kids running around, but they nicely have a white noise machine, which usually helps the problem, but it's not that big of a deal to me. Um, because I'm not, I'm not recording music in here necessarily. That's like the big thing, but like podcasting, it's like you hear like a car drive by. That's what some people get really mad. Um, the only thing it's like ongoing construction. I think that's like the really annoying thing in recording, but like you, you realize that it's like you hear a kid walk by or someone walks into the room or something like that. Um, you'd be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm recording a show right now. Well, yada, 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 no one really cares. Unless you're doing, like, I guess those serial story type shows. But with, like, a show like this, I don't think it's a big problem. It's like, people interview, you like a oh, phone call, and then you, like, you just edit it out, maybe, or whatever. It's no big deal. But, yeah, I guess I'm talking, like, this today. So, this is how, this is how I'm talking today on the show. Hope you do not mind that. Um, I, I'm not sure, because these aren't fully, like, blocking out all the noise in the room. Um, so I can hear a little bit of echo in regards to, like, the walls and everything, but I'm not sure what the mic is picking up, so fingers crossed when I get to mixing this that it sounds okay. So, uh, yeah. So I think that's all I have to say right now. Let's go into previous week right now. For those of you who don't know what previous week right now is, previous week right now is the news that I think was important in the previous week right now. So, um, that's basically the sum of it up. Let's get into the news. Let's see what was going on, um, in our previous week right now. So let's get into this here. Son creates sexy OnlyFans account for his mom and he wants a cut. Now I did pull this up right before OnlyFans announced that they are no longer going to allow, uh, explicit sexual content, which isn't that the fucking point of OnlyFans? That's going to be a rant. I may have something prepared for next week on OnlyFans. I think I'm going to have a whole rant on that. I may find up a news article and go over that next week. But this week, however, I will not. So, um, Mother's Little Helper helped her go nude for some loot. Uh, Leonardo Hathaway, 19, is going viral since launching an OnlyFans account for his bosomy mom, Lucine Duarte. Uh, but Hathaway swears there's no oedipus complex involved here just a loyal son returning the support of his mommy dearest we have an incredible relationship between mother and child said hathaway who works as a male model in london according to the daily star hathaway has posed without clothes for men's magazines before but now the teen is backing his mom as she snaps sexy shots for strangers on the adult subscription site i have to support her choices she has just as she supports mine. Duarte, a Brazilian playboy pin-up and former Miss Bum Bum World winner with over 934,000 Instagram followers, stands to make a fortune from flaunting her full figure for a paying public like so many moms have since the onset of the pandemic. And for laying the foundation for his mom's OnlyFans, Windfall, Hathaway will reportedly be helping himself to a handsome handful of her hard-earned income. When asked if I support her, I always ask act. Why shouldn't I, he said, but Hathaway isn't the only kid to lend a helping hand in showcasing the Yummy Mummy's moneymaker. Atomic Kitten singer turned OnlyFans star Carrie Katona revealed that her 13-year-old daughter Heidi serves as her photographer for most of her saucy cyber shares. My children, how do I how know I do it, and Heidi even takes some of the pictures of me for the site. Katona, 40, told British uh, tabloid Closer Magazine, I say to the children, what's the difference between me getting pap topless on a or going topless on a site I'm in control of. And much like Hathaway's, Katona says her brood of five ranging... brood of five, ranging... Okay, don't use that word if you don't know. That's a stupid word. Uh, Ranging in age from 19 to 6, are tickled pink over the amount of green her sexy pictures are earning. My kids are fine with it. They're loving the money. It's worth mentioning that while most OnlyFans top stars commit a sizable six-figure pay stub with these spicy posts, on average, content creators earn about $180 a month from the site, according to a recent study. So, money-hungry kids of the world don't automatically assume convincing mom to pose in risque scenes will be a a viable get-rich-quit scheme. So, what I have to say about this? So, the article said, uh he, and he, he wanted, like, the Sun wants his cut, but they didn't really go into the Sun wanting the cut of it. So, um if you're, one thing I would have to say is, with OnlyFans, how the market is now that, now that it's getting to, like, no sexual content on it, it's just, like, model, people who want to be models posting photos and wanting to get paid for that, it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know. It's not, I don't feel like it's worth it, people. Like, yes, I know someone you know signed up for OnlyFans and like you're interested in uh, kind of like, what do they look like naked? And uh, then you look at it, you're like, that's what they look like naked. Okay, uh, do not put on a renew subscription because now I see everything. And if worst case scenario, you take screenshots, screen record everything you want and then just kind of go away from there. Um, you just get all the content you want and then leave. That's, that's a smart way to, um, do OnlyFans. Uh, you pay like whatever their rate is a month, uh, see what they have and not, but I don't know. Like, I guess I haven't gone to a full rant on this. Um, I'm not going to go. Okay. Yeah. I said it. I'm not going to go into a rant on, um, them no longer doing sexual content, um, on OnlyFans. I that's going to be, yeah, I'm going to talk about that next week when I uh, hopefully I have something prepared for that. What I will say, though, is the, the fact that her kids do kind of want a cut of it makes sense. So, like, this, I mean, this it said she was a model at some point. Uh, Duarte, a Brazilian playboy pinup up and former Miss Bum Bum world winner of Give it a sense to make a fortune from flaunting her full figure. So, this isn't really news. She was already doing this shit <laughs> before kids. And so the kids are used to this life of hers, so it's not a big thing. But, like, if her kids are working to help her with her OnlyFans, she needs to be at least giving them money for it. Because uh, without that, she would have to hire photographers and social media experts or whatever to actually help her make a decent amount of money on that. Uh, She's not going to be able to do that, she's kind of making her kids do that shit for free and she shouldn't be doing that so yes, I do believe she should be paying her kids that is a very important thing I will say in regards to that um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, if, you're, if your kids are helping you with your job they should get money from it too I know, like, shit like that I mean, they're living under my roof so they're gonna do it for it I'm like, well, give them like a stipend or something like that then you don't have to pay them much You'd Be like, look, you get to live here for free and be like, I'm not going to be like your mom here. I'm going to be like a landlord you live with. And like, we share this space, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, I mean like that. And then like, you should have your freedom and everything like that. Um, and you just be like, look, you're paying your, I know I have a friend, he worked at a, like a, uh, I guess he, a Christian youth home and everything. And he was telling me like how much he gets paid a month. I'm like, it's not a lot of money. However, he gets free housing, a lot of free food, a lot of, and like knows how to pay any bills or anything. So he gets a stipend and like basically all his living expenses are paid for. So it's like, you know, it sounds like it's not a lot of money a month, but at the end of the day, yeah, like he's getting free housing and everything like that. So, um, you know, you know, you, and you lose, make a deal, make a, like a financial deal in regards to this and, uh, move on from there. Like I am going to move on right now oh we got a garth update folks i like that i really like that so um this is some big news uh, from the garth team garth team meeting him and someone who does not know how to run social media uh this is from variety garth Brooks cancels stadium tour for rest of 2021 saying i must do my part to fight covid spikes Like I said, it's from Variety. Country superstar Garth Brooks, one of the few reliable stadium fillers in the business, has canceled his remaining shows for 2021. The performer said refunds will be offered on the approximately 350,000 tickets that were sold for stadium gigs in five cities. Brooks had previously indicated that he was rethinking upcoming dates in light of spiking COVID rates. He'd previously done stadium shows in five cities this year. In July, I sincerely thought the pandemic was falling behind us, Brooks said in a statement. Now, watching this new wave, I realize we are still in the fight. I must do my part. He left left open the possibility that he might schedule some new dates by the end of the year, but his reps say all the shows that were now on the books will have refunds automatically processed through Ticketmaster to the original form of payment, rather than postponing the concerts indefinitely and leaving ticket holders on the hook. Brooks' last tour date was Saturday night in Lincoln, Nebraska, at the show attended by nearly 90,000 fans, according to local press reports. The next dates were slated by Paul Brown Stadium in the Cincinnati September 18th Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, September 25th M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore, August 2nd Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts, October 9th in Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Oh, he's doing another one in Nashville. Oh, oh, it was rescheduled from this, though. The rainstorm, uh, which was already been raised, rained out a few weeks ago, and was awaiting a rescheduling date. I have, I have asked the wonderful cities of Cincinnati and Charlotte to wait too long, and I don't want to know now. Do that same thing to the great folks in Boston and Baltimore, Brooks said. As far as Nashville, we are looking for a makeup date from the July rainout, and though this is not COVID-related, to make them wait makes me sad as well. So it's with a heavy heart we announced the decision to cancel all five shows. But with a hopeful heart, we will reschedule and start over when this wave seems to be behind us. Uh, The artist's wife, fellow performer Trish Yearwood, contracted COVID over the summer, but Brooks himself did not come down with it. I am sincerely hoping Is that Trisha or him? Okay, I'm sincerely hoping we are back on tour before the year ends. Brooks said in his statement, With that said, the most important thing to me is filling my end of the stadium tour by making sure every show is doable before putting tickets on sale. That is why we pulled the Seattle on sale and making sure the environment these people are trading their time and money to put themselves into not only the best experience ever, but also the safest one we can provide. He added, The joy I have seen in everybody's faces. Live music returns has been more than worth our constant diligence to maintain safety protocols, not only for the fans, but for our band, the crew, and the hardworking staff in these stadiums. Brooks said their dedication to safety for the people who have filled those seats had been a miracle to watch and a blessing to receive. I'm truly grateful. Uh, Brooks had planned for sh- other shows later this year's besides the five already on sale but the artist is unique in intending to put his shows on sale one at a time closer to the actual performance dates than than is standard in the industry he previously announced on september 4th show in seattle as well but stopped short of putting the concert on sale after expressing concerns about the endurance of the pandemic brooks cautionous, caution caution cautiousness stance in contrast with some other country performers who have downplayed ongoing pandemic conditions. When genre superstar Jason Aldean went on tour at the beginning of August, he made anti-masking statements the first few nights of the tour. Great applause and chants as when he told a New York audience the 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 coolest thing to me right now is that I'm looking out, seeing all you guys, and I don't see one fucking mask. I've had just about enough of that shit. Aldean is said to have subsequently dropped the nightly mask speech from his more recent shows. No shit. Although a handful of other artists, from Stevie Nicks to Limp Bizkit, have proceeded... Proceeded Brooks in canceling their upcoming shows and festivals like New Orleans Jazz Fest and the Gulf Coast Country Festival in Florida have been called off. Most are proceeding, albeit with more stringent rules about Matt masking vaccination proof or negative tests in many cases aeg presents announced last week that starting in october proof vaccination will be required to entry into all shows at its owned and operated venues live nation is going forward with a less strict requirement saying that either vaccination proof or a recent negative test will be necessary to get into its owned venues also starting in october Meanwhile, LA County mandate Tuesday that masks will be required at all outdoor concerts with attendance over 10,000, which will include shows like an upcoming appearance by the Rolling Stones at SoFi Stadium, as well as all Hollywood Bowl concerts. Mask requirement for indoor concerts in LA were already on the books. So, um... So yeah, I think I said in a couple episodes ago or a lot of episodes ago when Garth was announcing his big stadium tour and he was like going ahead with it at the time, uh, one of the big things uh, I said was, well, he's the biggest like touring artist, the big he of any concerts that go on, he sells the most tickets. He gets the biggest audience showing up to his shows and how much I think he's weird and he is weird. Don't at me on that. We all know he's weird. One thing we can say with Garth is the fact that, yeah, he is the biggest touring artist right now. And, like, everyone else has to kind of follow his lead in what he does. Like, even his his team has to be the forefront of what it is a safe concert is going to be uh, during uh, the end times, as we are now in the end times. I can't imagine this is not the end times. Uh, this has to be the end times. And what are we doing? Uh, I'm just... Talking a lot of shit. That's what I'm doing. So that's a big thing. Um, I know Nashville for the most part. Um, every venue in town has basically then show your proof of vaccination or show a negative COVID test in the last 48 hours. Which, not necessarily a uh, bad thing. I mean, I'm vaccinated, so not that's not a problem for me. Um, so I just be I just gotta show proof of vaccination, and I can go to concerts and everything. Um, I think it helps out with not, you know, wearing a mask and everything, because, like, basically, yeah, if, you know, everyone shows I'm vaccinated and, uh, or I got a negative COVID test, I mean, it doesn't really affect the people who are vaccinated and the dumbasses who won't get vaccinated, Um, I guess they won't be spreading it to anyone either, so, yeah, so, that's good. Um, Yeah, I just, you know, I'm still just dumbfounded by people who's still refusing the vaccines, um, I mean, there's still the, there's the dumb fucks who will never get it, we're like, I don't trust what they're putting into my body, as they order McDonald's three nights in a row, (laughs) it's like, you eat a a fucking hot dog, but you won't, you won't get the COVID vaccine, because you don't know what's in it, it's like, how much stuff do we put into our bodies that we don't know what's in it, you know, it's just, that's the way it is so I guess what they say you know uh, so yeah I mean that's a big thing um but you know the people who are skeptical is like it's, a, it's it was way too fast they developed the vaccine and, uh, it's too new and then you know for me in my mind it's just kind of like okay uh it was approved like by the end of November 2020 and then obviously and they've also kind of had an idea of what it is like what COVID, this is, 19 stands for, it was discovered in 2019, folks, it's not the 19th strain or whatever, um, going, yeah, you know, going forward with that being said, uh, so they've always kind of had an idea of kind of a vaccine, but then, then they kind of build on top of that, and that's, and it was a pretty urgent reason to, uh, we needed a vaccine really quickly, so that's why, so, you know, I get it when people at first were like, I don't know, I don't know what's in it, I don't know, it's kind of new, but then, like, By the time like I was eligible, like when they made it like 16 and older were eligible by the time that so many people got the vaccine. They're like people died after getting the vaccine at the beginning because they made, it was a medically necessary people at the beginning of it were doing it. And it was like very old people who were probably going to (laughs) die anyways uh, after getting it. So they don't do that. And there was like one, one person had an allergic reaction to it. Um, and they monitor you for 15 minutes, make sure you're fine. But when I got mine, it was like, you know, I've got monitored for 15 minutes. I'm like, no one's stopping me from leaving right now. I'm just, I'm just going to stay here just in case. But, you know, just to be safe because if I leave and, like, my body starts foaming at the mouth, I'm not going to have any help. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, but, no, actually by, like, April, I think, by now, because, like, April, May, it's like, that's when everyone started getting vaxxed. And, like, I just, you know, I think... You know, in my mind, uh, it's just, you've seen, you have know a ton of people who've gotten the vaccine and they're fine. So you'll be fine too. So everyone needs to shut the fuck up. I think that's the, I remember at the point where people were like, I think we can get you snuck in to get a vaccine. I'm like, I think I've, I know some people who can sneak you in. I'm like, I don't need it that bad. So, uh, but then like once they're like, it's el- everyone, anyone in Nashville eligible 16, and, uh, uh, 16 and older is all eligible. And I'm like, okay. And I went to the website, I filled everything out, scheduled a date, then I went and I got the first post. And then they come back in three weeks. And I'm like, you don't have to make an appointment. And I'm like, all right. It was that easy for me. And I'm like, you don't have to go out of your way to get this thing now. Like, it's easy. Anyone can get it who's doing it. And so just be a good person, people. That's all I ask. I'm not going to argue with you on why you should be a good person. Next one, Scott. Well, this is from our friends at Page Six who have done great articles such as Angelina Jolie gets a hot dog and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow eats bread as long as Jake Hall doesn't shower every day. Uh, comes Scott Disick shares the best beauty advice he got from the Kardashians. Like I said from Page Six, Scott Disick's been stealing scenes on Keeping Up with the Kardashians for a decade and a half. And during his time on the reality show, he picked up some invaluable advice from his famous family. The one thing I would say I learned from the girls is to always look your best because there's a high probability that someone is going to take your picture no matter where you're at. The 38-year-old entrepreneur told Page Six Styles. These days, this stays camera ready and ready with the help of a pretty simple skincare routine. I just wash my face in the morning and before I go to bed with Dove soap. And I also use Neutrogena moisturizer he shared uh, and pro- hair product from Incoming Beauty, which he joined earlier this year as a partner. Uh, because of the success of my clothing brand, Talentless... <laughs> That's a perfect name for Scott Disick. I thought it was time to expand and get into something different, he said. I wanted to do something that appealed to both men and women, and hair just seemed like a no-brainer. In Common was founded by celebrity hairstylist Nikki Lee and Riawana Capri, sorry if I said your name wrong, co-owners of West Hollywood Salon 901. The pair have worked with Selena Gomez, Hilary Duff, Emma Roberts, Kate Hudson, and many more. Disick, for his part, he has been switching up his signature dark slick back... Do over the past years, after going platinum blonde in February, he tried out a bright pink mohawk in March, and this summer he's been rocking a shaved head while out and about with his girlfriend, Amelia Hamlin. I wanted to have fun since last year I just stayed at home like everyone else. Uh, The star told us I went to Miami and hung out with my friend Maluma, and he always has the best hair, so he gave me the inspiration to try and experiment, and it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, uh, this one isn't as controversial as Gwyneth Paltrow eats bread, page six, so. But I like it nonetheless. I I like Scott Disick. I think he's the best part of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, to be honest. Uh, He has the quote, I'm just perfect, and it's everyone around me that has problems. (laughs) Which I'm like, that's me, me in life. And I always, and it was always like I would watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, I don't watch a lot anymore, and I don't even know if it's still on. Um, but, uh, it's a, it's a weird show, like, you're feeling really depressed, <laughs> like, watching that show makes you feel a lot better, I don't know what it is, folks, I can't tell you, other people do it too, like, the, if they're just feeling down, they'll put on keeping up with the Kardashians, they just feel better, I wish I knew the secret to why, I don't know why, and, uh, people who hate on the Kardashians, like, I know they're, like, you don't have to look at them for role models, okay, no one's they're not asking to be role models um you may like their beauty stuff you know if you're a woman I don't use any of that because I'm not I mean I guess men can use it too um but that's not the style I'm going for um because if I did the whole photo shoot in a dress like Harry Styles no one would like that shit I'm telling you no one would like that shit and I wouldn't either, I just feel uncomfortable in it, not because it's a dress, it's just, I don't know, it's not my style, I get really weird with clothes, like, if it's not something I feel, like, there's clothes I just don't feel comfortable in, like, a polo, like, I do not want to wear a polo, I just feel uncomfortable wearing a polo, it just doesn't feel me, it's just a weird, um, that's just a weird thing with me, you know, I like to wear clothes, it kind of makes me feel me, even, like, dressing up, you know, I, like, put on a fucking gold jacket, and just stunt my shit, you know, that's who I am, Stop a guy again, so you know. And I, I do think Scott Disick has great hair. Like he, when I'll have that hair, does look at, and somehow I'll look at his hair. I'm like, damn, wish mine just stayed like that. Like his looks really good. And the fact that he signed someone else, I'm like, oh, I love their hair, uh, Maluma. If I'm saying that right, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty interesting to me. Like he, he's like, oh, they have the best hair. And even like he's switching it up a little bit, he looks good. I mean, like he he has a good head shape for a buzz cut, too. Like, he's one of those guys, like, if you just wanted to be lazy, you could have a buzz cut, but he tries and he does really good. And it's weird that people uh, shit on, think it's gay for men to try and have a nice hairstyle. Josh Casey, author of uh, Tracking Desire, a journey after swallowtail kites, he uh, thinks it's gay to do anything any anything to take care of yourself. He did not say it was gay. He did not use the word gay. But I'm telling you um how I interpret it it's the gay that's not homosexual. It's the gay it's the other kind of gay. We all know what the other kind of gay is. So, but he didn't say gay. I said gay. He very much wants me to always say that. He he did not say gay, but I said gay. So, Anyways, though, uh, everyone, yeah, um, I'm actually my in common. I might try the in common beauty. I might see if they have any good hair clay or anything like that. I might try that shit out. And our last article of the evening. Uh, Coming from Fox 13 out of Salt Lake City, Utah, Utah residents demand Cox change obscene last name. Uh, Just when you think you've seen and heard it all, someone asked the governor to change his name because it's obscene. Utah Governor Spencer Cox shared a letter he received from a very concerned citizen last week who asked no demands that the leader of the Beehive State change his surname or face protest. I do not know if you know this, the letter starts, but when people say your surname, it sounds like the word slang for male sex organ. It's obscene us decent people here in Utah will not stand for it. The writer says that if Cox does not change his foul, dirty, and obscene surname, they, along with thousands of other Utahns, uh, will be sitting in protest until you change your heinous surname to something less offensive. If the sit-in fails to gain attention, the writer says they will move to recall Cox from office. This is not a communist dictatorship. This is the great state of Utah, the writer says. We do not accept up sick jokes to run rampant in our civil institutions. In response to the letter, Cox tweeted its contents, adding that he is grateful for the criticism and constructive feedback. I get the constituents. The governor office has not said whether Cox is researching less offensive names to choose. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think the funny thing is that this guy has gone his entire life with the last name Cox. And he's probably heard this shit in middle school. And so he's heard it enough that none of this phases him. Okay. None of this, of what you're doing phases him. So I don't know what your plan is. You're going to protest him and try to get him recalled on the, on the account of his last name. Um, re. I don't know if recalls, but don't you, I guess recall can go for anything. I guess I only know about like impeachment, uh, cause we've had a couple of those in the last few years. Um, <laughs> the don't, isn't it in regards to impeachment, meaning don't you have to do something illegal? I guess recall could be a little bit different, but I guess they have to have enough support in regards to that. Um, if I was, uh, uh, Spencer Cox. Um, I would just be like, Look, it's my last name. It's come with me for generations to generations. Uh, y'all need to shut the fuck up and get a life. You know, I understand why people protest, but at the same time, how do people have time to protest? I don't have time in my day to like go out to time to go out to a protest. Like every once in a while, maybe, but like, there's some people who just fucking protest all the time, and I do not get it at all, um, and that, and that's the thing, though, too, like, a peaceful protest has never done shit for anything, to be honest, okay, I mean, peaceful protest is the right thing to do, and it should do something, but it doesn't, I'm sorry, folks, that's just my opinion, um, I'm not pr- promoting any violent action, just saying that, just saying that right now, I'm just saying, I don't think, peaceful protests really do anything. Maybe like make some people aware what's going on. Um, it's, it's kind of like signing a petition, like a petition doesn't do anything. Like I'm not signing a petition cause nothing's going to happen from this petition. Nothing is going to happen from me signing this petition, nothing's gonna happen, if we get enough signatures, it's gonna go to the person, and they're just gonna fucking ignore it, that's how it is, like, I don't know why we even, the, the point, I don't even know what a petition, the point of a petition is anymore. it's like, oh, someone doesn't like what, I'm, like, a politician's like, and someone doesn't like what I do them, well, someone's paying me, uh, $500,000 for this, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, that's, that's the way it is, so, um, I mean, that's my opinion on that shit, but anyways, yeah, Look at you! You were able to get your hands on a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Look at how lucky you are. But you don't have any games to play with it. Congratulations, you played yourself. Well, what if I told you that you could play games for a fraction of the new game price? Well, today's sponsor, Gamefly, is here to help you out. You probably already know that Gamefly is the best video game rental service out there. Let's be real. There's some games you're going to keep forever, which for me are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there, you're only going to play once, then never pick up again. I know, I bought some games that are now just taking up space on a shelf, which sucks. That's where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done, you just send it back and then get your next game in the mail very quickly, like two days. And if you end up loving the game you rented, you can even keep the purchase from Gamefly and pay a used game price, which is a great price. Using our link in the description today, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Look at you, you fat piece of shit. Hashtag. For looks like you haven't moved a muscle in the last year why not try and lose some extra weight and work towards a healthy lifestyle to do that though you are going to need some fitness supplements to get the most out of your workout that's where today's sponsor fnx fitness comes in handy losing weight gaining muscle or do you need the energy to do a workout in the first place that's where fnx fitness comes in FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. And another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today. You can save 15% on your purchase, so uh, go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Okay, folks, so once again we're going over BuzzFeed articles. Uh hopefully soon I can update and not we're gonna after after I get everything in my life figured out, we're going to do a uh we're not gonna be doing BuzzFeed for a while. Hopefully, hopefully not. But uh as for right now, we are. Um, so uh we got two articles today. We're not doing music, because last week that bummed everyone out. This week uh looks like what we're gonna do. Um, just two more, like, uh, the first one, uh, we're doing, uh, one, one is about male secrets that women didn't know. This one is, uh, unattractive traits that some people think are attractive. So let's get into this. I'm going to give my opinion cause I have the right opinion on everything. You, you know, y'all know this. Um, so bodies, we bodies, we get into, oh, bodies before we get into the posts uh let's establish something all bodies are beautiful damn it um yeah okay so n- this one was it six fifteen uh number one laugh lines around the eyes i know wrinkles aren't supposed to be attractive but i find them so endearing um hmm. laugh line, see this is something i don't notice about people like, laugh lines, I've never noticed that about anyone, um, but, uh, I'm not that, uh, I'm not that stingy, either, so, uh, so there's a lot of things that, uh, could be said there, um, um, yeah, so, am I don't, okay, so, let's, let's go, let's do my opinion on this, um, do I find this unattractive, attractive, or do I just not care, In number one, I'd say laugh lines around the eyes. That's what they're called. Do I have laugh lines around my eyes? (laughs) I'm moisturized, folks, so I shouldn't. But I could. Let me look at the. Nope, I'm fat, so I don't have those. Do fat people get wrinkles? That's a good question. (laughs) Do fat people get wrinkles? Um, so this is not something I care about. So, number two, dark circle, dark eye circles slash bags. I find them downright sexy. I've talked to other guys and the majority seems to agree with me. I'm convinced the unattractive trope is just a marketing campaign. My makeup companies to sell more product. Um, so, yeah, dark eyes. Um, I don't mind them. I mean, I think with that, it just depends, but most people, do I have dark, no, this is like getting on me, do I have dark bags under my eyes? I mean, kind of. Yeah, I think it, uh, yeah, I, I kinda do, I guess, but not, it's not that bad. Never had anyone complain about it, um. But I guess, uh, for me, it would have to be pretty bad for me to notice. And I guess women wear a lot of makeup, too. So I never, you know, I guess it's just something I don't notice. There's, like, so much shit I just don't notice. Because we all hate our bodies. It's something like that. We all hate our bodies. It's just common sense. We all hate our bodies. So after you realize that, like, you looking at the things you hate about your body changes a little bit. It's like you still hate it. But at the same time, it's kind of like how much should i how much should i really care about what other people think cuz they probably don't think anything at all oh i see a deer outside that's cool maybe i should break its snack cuz i hate fucking deer um so circle slash bags under the eyes um don't really care <laughs> i'm a sucker for a girl with a big nose um Um, yeah, I've seen girls, big noses, um, yeah, big nose isn't a deal breaker for me, um, and, um, you know, I know girls actually really don't care about a guy with a big nose, like, the big nose for a guy is not a deal breaker for women, some women actually like it, it's like, I love a big nose, like, yeah, um, but this is a girl with a big nose, um, let's think here, but, uh, yeah, I don't mind a girl with a big nose. It's not a deal-break for me. Um, depending on the woman, because I think it's going to vary woman to woman, uh, but uh, a big nose is not going to be a deal-breaker. I know a lot of women are like, my nose is too big. I don't, I don't really care. It's just like women, men do. Maybe I have low standards for what I want in an appearance for a woman. Um, mine's more like, just take care of yourself. And... Uh, Yeah, I guess that's all I care about. Just take care of yourself. Um, Number four, goofy grown men who still have voices that crack sometimes. Um, Yeah, um, I can't really speak. Let me go goofy grown women whose voices still crack. Yeah. I mean, I like funny women. So for me, that... Is actually a positive that's attractive to me I love goofy women but this is goofy grown men I guess I say goofy grown women um, that is very attractive I will say that a funny woman is great because I'm also hilarious I know you that's why you're here today and that because I am hilarious um, we all know this and uh, with uh, goofy grown men who have voices that crack sometimes and we switch that to women for me um, yeah that's a positive that's attractive. So if you want to know what's attractive, being grown and have a voice that cracks and being funny. Um, number five, uh, suspenders on men. I don't know why, but if I see a dude with a button-up shirt and suspenders, I find them super cute. So, there is So with this comment, there is a specific picture in mind. Uh, not the picture that BuzzFeed put here, but there's a specific picture in mind of what a woman is looking for. Um, is it Mumford and Son, a guy in Mumford & Sons? No, probably not. I think this is like dress-up suspenders. Not anything. And uh, suspenders are weird because I like wearing a belt with all my clothes, but then if you wear a suspender, you're not supposed to have a belt. And I made the mistake once of putting a belt on and suspenders, and that was weird, so, uh, it's weird, but there is a picture of me out there, um, that I'm not gonna post here, because YouTube might flag it, um, that is me, no shirt, and suspenders on with a belt, (laughs) and I think I might have been a little bit, I don't know if I'm the same size, maybe a little bit fatter, I need to, once I can get my life back to normal, I gotta start losing some weight again, I kinda keep, keep dieting properly, and then go on from there, so, um, yeah, so, uh, suspenders, um, what I'm assuming, if they ever could picture what this poster, or this person who works BuzzFeed is talking about, is probably correct, um, yeah, next one, number six, Scars, um, huh. now, Scar isn't a deal-breaker, um, I think this is a woman talking about men, because there's, like, probably a masculine... You got into a fight, and means you're strong. Like me, I'm super strong. Um, I don't have any... Do I have any scars? No, I don't think I have any scars, actually. That's weird. I don't have any scars. Um, there might be some, like, if you look at my face closely from acne as a teenager, and... Didn't wash my face because I never, I never realized that it's not going to get rid of pimples completely. It's just going to reduce it. <laughs> and my dumbass was like, Whoa, well, if it's not going to even them, it's not even worth it. And, uh, will just break out and shit like that. So anyways, scars are cool on men, probably not women. Um, never thought I'm just going to be, I don't think it's a deal breaker for me, but, uh, yeah, that one's a weird one. Number seven, a slight overbite. It gives you the cutest smile. Hmm. So, a slight overbite. I'm going to look up a woman with a slight overbite. Woman with overbite. Um... You know, I this is real. I think they're saying a slight overbite, not like the fucking SpongeBob SquarePants overbite. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my first. Uh, no, that's not a turn on for me. I guess let's all take care of our teeth. Maybe um gives you the cutest smile, or maybe you're into small children, so that could be alarming to me. And I'm gonna move on because. Yeah. Women who are heavier, older, taller, stronger, etc. Anything that makes me perceive them as a dominant over me in some way. Um, that is a fetish. That is, that is very much, all these are fetishes. Heavier, that's mean you're the heavier women. Older, MILFs, taller, and stronger. You are submissive you are hopefully breedable and submissive, which apparently the kids are saying these days. And obviously Josh Casey, uh, author of uh, Track and Desire, Journey After Swallowtail Kites, available now on Amazon. Um, He said, and I'm actually, let me pull up the quote, so he's not going to bitch at me for getting the uh, quote wrong. Uh, We just got to pull this shit up um, in our little group chat. Um, there we are. It's a video of my friend teaching, and he said, and, like, it was just, like, this guy who was, like, Mr., he, he, he just called me breedable and submissive. He was, like, what? What are you saying? He's, like, can you guys go back to racial slurs? And then Cricket, or Josh Casey, author of Track and Desire Journey After Swalto Kites, ha, 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 my God, I don't even know what language they're speaking. I commented, how is it the man who will use the most inconvenient words and sentences to be cool, quotations, but doesn't know what submissive and breedable is? And he replied, um, see, you got me in a box here. If I respond genuinely, it just gives you what you want. But if I pass it off, it eats at me. And either way, I win. So anyways, folks, uh, this guy is uh, submissive and breedable. If you'd like to find him, I don't know how to get in contact with him. So, sucks to be you. Um, But, ladies, um, just because you're heavier, older, taller, or stronger doesn't mean you can't find love. Doesn't mean that someone doesn't want to jerk off to you. There's someone out there who wants... Ladies, if you're a woman, someone out there wants to jerk off to you. And uh, that's just science. Science is wonderful. Okay? So, yeah, number nine, soft tummies. Um, that's that's very common for. Uh, I think that's very common for all genders. Uh, some, if you're in any gender, you could be attracted to someone with a soft tummy. And I feel like stump tummy is a weird word. I always say stomach. <laughs> um, and if you're like me, it's called a gut. <laughs> but uh, no, some people like that. You know, some people like a, uh, you know. And that's the thing, though, you know, if you're, for me, a man, I'm going to talk from a man's perspective. A he, 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 him um, perspective today. Um, what I can easily say is that, uh, you know, skinny girls are cool, but then you, like, smack their ass and it sounds like you're taking a screenshot. And, you know, sometimes a little meat on the bone is pretty cool. Um, and I do have one friend who once said... <laughs> I uh, will not give his identity out, because I don't think he would like me uh, repeating that he was the one who said this. It's, uh, it's like, bigger girls uh, are better in, at sex because they have a lot more to prove. I did not say that, an anonymous friend of mine did say that. So, uh, you're going to leave it at that. Um, Number ten, girls with body hair. Legs, armpits, bellies, including big, thick, dark eyebrows, and even... Cute unibrow. That is the fucking disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. That is gross. As Dimitri Martin once said, separate but equal is great for eyebrows, terrible for schools. And I am... That is a, the religion... That's the sword I will die on. Ted Bundy had a unibrow, and that had to be worse than all the murders he ever committed. That's just a fact. I'm sorry for... Sorry for everyone who got killed by Ted Bundy, and you're like that's the worst thing he ever did to me. But uh, the eyebrow was pretty bad, um, and you know, body you know body hair. Every guy's different. Some guys don't mind it. I mind it, and uh, you should too, because that is fucking disgusting. Um, even body hair on guys, I think is gross. You know, but uh, here's the thing though: if I had if I ever, If I ever get a ride or die, which is also two EPs by me, ride or die, volume team out now, wherever you stream your music at is, uh, you know, if I ever die, I would want them to shave. Oh, that's just, that's, this is the type of guy you're getting. And is, I would have, do whatever she wants me to shave, not shave. That's up to her. And I will follow her request because that's something I will fully like I know they're like men won't shave, but women will. First of all, you got a manscape, folks. It's twenty twenty one. You got a manscape, and uh, not sponsored by the actual manscape. Um, you gotta, you gotta trim down there, folks. You know, you, you gotta do it. Men, come on. I have friends who are like, "Oh no, I'm too scared." It's not that hard. And just be gentle. It's not fucking rocket science, you know. Uh, if you go fucking jabbing down there, you just gently just gotta gently do it. Okay, but ladies, it's not acceptable to have hair. Even for men it's not acceptable to have hair to me, honestly. I don't wanna see that shit. Alright. Number eleven Salt and Pepper Kings. Already attractive, but graying little prematurely. Nice. Oh, so this is clearly a woman coming in there. Um Gray hair on a woman See, the thing is, I don't see it <laughs> that often. So I don't know. Um most women just dye their hair. It's just it's just, yeah. That's the way it is. I don't see a lot of women who don't. So So, yeah. Um, I mean, I got to say like if she gets gray hair, it's not a big deal, but I don't know. I don't know a lot of women who keep it. It's, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm not going to I don't have a comment on that. Number 12, stretch marks make me weak sometimes. You know, I don't care for stretch marks. They're fine. You know, a lot of guys are like, ooh, I never did a girl with stretch marks. I'm like, look, just because you have stretch marks doesn't mean you can't be a snack, okay? You know those oatmeal cream pies? Those things are fucking delicious. And, uh, I could eat an entire box of those right now if they were sent to me, okay? So, calm your tits and, uh, just stretch marks are great. Okay, it means it's a real woman, not one of them fake boring ones. And I have to say though, if she has stretch marks, she's probably cooler than you. I'm gonna say it. if you don't like stretch marks and she has stretch marks and that annoys you, she's probably a lot cooler than you. Just gonna make that point out there. Okay. All right. Number thirteen. We're almost done with this one. Glasses. It's not a deal breaker. I've seen attractive women with glasses. I think, I think the right pair of glasses on the right person really works out great. But a lot of yeah, I don't really, I notice gla- I mean, glasses aren't like, oh, it's like a, it's not like a kink for me, but it's not like a deal breaker either. Like no one gets to choose what their eyes are. So yeah, that's what I that's all I have to say. Ears that stick through their hair. What? Okay, so if it's a... I guess I'm thinking about this as a straight cis male. Um, I'm not thinking about it as like a woman. Um, I think there's a woman. God, I don't know. I don't get this one. I'm sorry, folks. And number 15, a bit of acne. That's fucking weird. That number 15 is just fucking weird, folks. Okay, I mean... If you have acne, that's fine. They could be into children or kids. Okay, that could be a big factor into what we're looking at right now. They could be into kids. Okay. Okay, so that's it for that article. Um, what should I say? Um, got a lot of cool things but it's like user submitted type type of thing and uh what have I learned? Everyone has the, the one thing we can learn is if you're a woman there's someone out there who wants to jerk off to you. Probably a man 100% a man <laughs> it's 100% a man alright 18 male secrets women learned about men when they started living with their boyfriends Um, we recently posted a list of things women learned about men for the very first time once they moved in with their boyfriends. It was quite humorous, and even more women chimed in in the comments with their own stories. Here are 18 more things women had no idea about until they lived with a man. Number one, I learned that sometimes men... When a man is very, very hungover, he will take a sad sitting-down shower. I discovered my fiance sitting on the shower floor like a drowned snuffleupagus. That is not all men. That is not all men. That is your boyfriend. It's not that weird, but it's not all men. We're like categorizing men. Men have sit-down showers when they're hungover. That's not a case at all. That's just every some random guy doing one thing. That's not like a unusual thing, like that. Just one guy. It's not like multiple guys are doing this shit. Um. Number two, my ex boyfriend used to fart in his sleep, and his facial expressions looked like it hurt. I would die laughing. Hmm. I guess. I guess when he's sleeping, he's like like that. Like he's like pushing it. at His. Uh, subconscious is pushing out the farts and, uh, that would be funny. People do funny shit in their sleep. I know I did TJ, my friend filmed me in my sleep. I was like snoring and then I moaned and it made me laugh. Um, so yeah, that could be funny. Um, but not all, this is like a not all men, not all men (laughs) situation. Uh, number three, that's not a stain from glue, lotion, or a hair product. That's semen are you dating an animal? Jesus. Fellas, this is a, this is an opportunity. Uh, I'm not going to say fellas. I'm fellas and other people with a painter. Um, stop jizzing on things that your girlfriend or significant other has to wash. Okay? They shouldn't have to deal with their. You shouldn't be staining things with your jizz, okay? Jizz on your stomach like a real man, like a real man doing it, getting himself off, and uh, wipe it down with a paper towel, toilet paper, or just hop in the shower real quick, okay? Okay, it's 2021. We're all grown. Except for the people who aren't. My husband likes to leave the bottle of cleaner and the dirty rag he used to clean the kitchen right on the counter after he's done. I can't decide if that's his way of letting me know he cleaned or if he generally doesn't know where it gets put away. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on. If he got it out from where it usually is put away, he knows where it's supposed to go back, um, either he just left it there, and moved on to other things, or he, yes, he is letting you know he cleaned, that is very smart, maybe I shouldn't be giving out his secret, maybe, I'm sorry bro, shouldn't be giving out your secret, and, yeah, we probably shouldn't be giving out that secret, but anyways though, um, what I can say in regards to this, um, it's a good move for him, because then she knows that he, he did that shit, And maybe he'll get rewarded with a blowjob. So, good job, dude. Um, Number five, sitting on the toilet, pooping, and eating something at the same time my brother-in-law does that. Not every guy does that. Some guys do. I have on occasion. But I don't do it regularly. He's probably in the middle eating something. um, And he has what I do. is When you eat something and then all of a sudden you have to poop because your colon gets triggered. Not like triggered like democrats um but uh the colon gets triggered and you would be like well i should clear out the system um so that happens sometimes i usually just get up do my business and come back not everyone does that um but uh everyone's different and everyone's feelings are valid from what i know uh number six i learned that guys don't wipe after they pee which seems fucking gross to me at uh, least pat it dry so you not swinging droplets of piss around in your pants. I asked my ex to do it if he ever expects back to the BJ or to take a shower before asking, because I wasn't going near his pea speckled dick. Hmm. Um yeah, that's uh that is a weird thing. Why don't we wipe after we pee? I remember I was a senior, I was 18 years old when I learned that women wipe after they pee. And uh it didn't really change my life. It was just new information that I learned. Um. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, if there's P, there's P still there. Maybe you should dry it off. That is, if you ever expect to be. That's yeah. That's a smart way. That is actually a good. That's just being considerate of your partner. You know. Um, but. Number seven, one thing I learned about my husband after we got our own place is that he likes to start projects but doesn't always finish them. There are always random electronics and other things scattered around our place waiting to be finished or fixed. Yes, that's how the male mind works. We want to start something, we make it back to it later. We just need it to stay there exactly in place. But some women are like, oh, and this needs to be put away after you're done, which some people do. But I'm not a fan of that. So I get this guy, this guy. He's a rad guy, and we should respect him in all that we do, and uh, he is a great guy. You should keep him around. Number eight, when I moved in with my boyfriend, I noticed he would always sit down to pee. I asked him about it, and he told him I thought men always stood while peeing. He said he sits down because it's the courteous thing to do since we share a bathroom. I appreciated that, so now I side-eye any of these posts about pee on the rim of the floor. Men do better. So, there's. here's the thing. And, uh... Here's the thing, man. If you're sharing a bathroom, you gotta be courteous to the other people. Uh, whether you have a male roommate or you live with a woman, you gotta be courteous to the other person. So don't be fucking leaving pee everywhere. Um, in a life hack my dad taught me, he told me, um... Uh, you can still stand while peeing, but if you get any on the rim, wipe it down with some toilet paper. Wipe it down with some toilet paper. Now... You can use a sock, use your sock, or you can use your pants, you know, wipe it down. If you want to save the environment, that's just the, yeah, if you just want to save the environment, that's cool. Um, But you should, that's a trick, you know. Uh, We all know, women don't understand that, you know, the end... Now, when you're generally doing the big stream, it's just straight in and you shouldn't be missing. You should not be missing, fellas, if you're doing this right in. It happens at the end of it where it's like the rest is coming out and it just dribbles and then the dribbles can get everywhere. That's where you need to just wipe it. Wipe it clean after you're done. Don't don't sit down and change your lifestyle for someone, but just wipe down. Be considerate, Okay. Um, just be considerate. That's a life hack for all y'all out there. Number nine, I was never aware how fast, and by fast, I mean lightning speed men could change from jeans into sweatpants. It's like you see him acceptably dressed, and within the blink of an eye, he's wearing sweats. Gets me every time. Um, I guess it depends on the guy. If he's wearing pretty loose-fit jeans, it's gonna happen. I wear a bit thinner jeans, so it takes a minute to get off, but it doesn't, I, I'm not gonna, I don't, some guys just speed through it, um, just depends, you shouldn't be taking a long time doing that shit, you know, shouldn't be taking a long time changing, you know, unless you're, you know, it depends on what you're wearing, though, that is, that is something, uh, it just depends on what you're, it always depends on what you're wearing, and, uh, yeah, depends on what you're wearing, I'm gonna say 18, so we're on number 10, He can wiggle his penis. You know how some people can wiggle their ears or just the tip of their nose? If we're laying around in bed, he sometimes waves at me. Yeah, that's probably something a woman, anyone without a penis, I'm sorry, I should say. Anyone without a penis would not know that, but, uh... Yeah, men, it gets a little bit of movement. It's not a lot. It's just kind of, some men can... I don't know if that's all men can do it or not. It's, uh, like the adult diapers, it depends. Um yeah, um, some men, I guess some men can, some men can't, I think I, I can, yeah, yeah, I can, um, better when I'm ready to go, but, uh, yeah, number 12, why the massive bucket, why the massive bucket of loose change, um, I guess men don't have purses, they give us pants with pockets, and we're not expect we're not allowed to uh, carry a purse around without getting uh, roasted. So uh, that is why we keep loose change because we don't want to carry that around with us everywhere. Um, we don't have a purse that could just keep it all in there. Um, number thirteen, despite his balding hair, he insists on buying volumizing shampoo, babe. That's not going to fix it. That's a specific guy you're talking about, and uh, volumizing shampoo will not help with balding hair. It's gonna make whatever hair you have look a little bit thicker, but if you already have no, don't have a lot of hair, it's not gonna fix anything. Uh, if you're balding, you should either get a transplant or just go bald or try. If it's just a little bit, try Rogaine. That'll help it grow back. Um, number fourteen, my. Oh, this guy, um, sorry, I got distracted by someone's user- effects or was their username. It's the drug, that's what I use to keep me from being completely anxious and depressed all the time. Number fourteen, my wife learned that I cannot poop and hold a conversation at the same time. If I'm on the porcelain throne, then I demand solitude. I will not answer, initiate, like, whether my blue shirt needs a wash or the kitchen is on fire. That is a very, uh, yeah, some men can do that. A lot of men, women get so confused. It's like, why do men spend so much time in the bathroom? Don't they know that we need them and they have family? Like, some of us just need fucking alone time. Just, you know, nice, peaceful, relaxing, sit on the toilet, look at our phones, play some games. It's just that. It's just simple life things. That, and, um, but, yeah, it's just kind of like, can I just finish this? Sometimes we struggle. I like, Can I just finish this before I go to anything else? Yeah. Uh, number 15, he wanted to get one of those little rugs that go around the toilet so he could miss. Evidently, he believes those rugs exist to be peed on. A little fun story about me. Uh, I didn't know I was peeing on the floor because we have one of those rugs until it was at a friend's place. And they were like, who's peeing on the floor? I'm like, it's not me. And... Then eventually learned it was me, but I still kept it a secret till now. But I don't talk to any of those people anymore. So, yeah. So yeah. But those are a lifesaver. Um, and it's just a couple drops. It's gonna be fine. Calm your tits. Okay. Just camera became full. Uh, number sixteen. My husband will turn on the bedroom AC to its coldest setting and then pile three heavy blankets on him top of himself, then complain that it's too hot. So I. And many other men out there love a cold room, and then like you get a nice big ass comforter on top of you. Oh, it's all so great. I'm doing on in the, I'm in here right now, folks. Uh, it's, oh, it's fucking great. Um, but uh, yeah, the too hot. Uh, yeah, you're you're gonna have to realize three heavy blankets. It's not gonna be doing it too much, man. You're just gonna have to get one. Uh, that may be a little. You may need to figure that out. Um, he'll figure that out eventually. Uh, just, oh, if we only have one comforter. it's really nice in here. Uh <coughs> yeah, that's just the way it is. Now my camera's adjusted. I'm not like more centered, I think. Um, all right. And, uh, number 17, they don't need three meals a day. They just need a giant meal once or twice. That is called intermittent fasting. I actually do. I have a, I have like, yeah, friends who are just like, have you eaten that today? I'm like, no, I'm like. Oh, do you need would you want to go eat something or anything? I'm like, well, I can wait till later. Like I just eat one meal a day. It's a very uh I actually I actually really like doing it to me, um, because I like to eat a lot. Like I could I could easily do three meals a day and just eat three giant ass meals a day. Um what I learned though is if I just do one bigger meal a day, it works better for me because I guess, you know, men have to do like a two thousand calorie diet and so Let's say I eat one big meal going up to 2,000 or maybe even 1,500 calories, like a big meal. Like that's a big – technically, if you're doing three meals a day, a 1,500-calorie meal is a huge meal. What well, huge – is a huge meal. Um, and it's like I don't think you're able to eat the rest of the day. However, if you do one meal a day, it's just very – to me, um, I technically eat less, but I feel like I'm eating more. It's kind of tricking my mind into it, and so it really works well for me, and, uh, uh you can clearly see I'm not malnourished, um, and, uh, yeah, it works fine for me, um, you can get to a weird eating disorder, so I, I, don't know, you gotta, really, you, you really have to pig out on that one meal a day, at least, you know, eat, like, a 2,000 calorie meal, 2,000 or less, you know, women's bodies are different too, uh, you're, you know, you're daily recommended for losing weight and, you know, that shit, um, but yeah, no, I, I I like one meal a day. It really works for me, and if I'm dumb, I'll eat more later. <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, it's a uh, no. It's very convenient for me in regards to that. So um, yeah, I agree with number seventeen. And finally, after living with my husband, I learned that you can be farted awake. That is all. <laughs> I never been farted awake, never in my life have I been farted awake, never in my life have I been farted awake, but that is some of the fun, (laughs) I've seen a dog, i farted so loud a dog woke up once, but I'm never farted a dog awake, so that's the end of this article, what have we learned, um, that, um, from this, uh, that, All men are different and we all do the weirdest shit. And uh, I guess that's the way it is. We live in a society, and our current society, actually having to physically walk into a liquor store should be a thing of the past. That's why I get all my booze from Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do basically anything the hell I want. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the US and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may also have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using the link in our description today, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cooking your own meals are for people with proper amounts of serotonin, which is no one. Are you depressed and hungry? Well, you're still going to be depressed, but you no longer have to be hungry thanks to today's sponsor, DoorDash. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. Even while I'm dieting, I still get food from Wingstop, Chipotle, and even Central Barbecue here in Nashville. I like that. Uh, With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in our description. Treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from DoorDash today. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, so it's now time for me to solve the problems. The problems... That you have, but I don't. So, since they're not my problems, I can solve them for you. Okay. Question one Why does my boyfriend choose porn and buying nudes over me? Little backstory, we've been together for almost two years. Things were good at first, nothing wrong in the intimacy department. I was open to try anything he wanted. A few months back, maybe five, I found out he was buying news off Snapchat. Found out recently about his Reddit page, fake Snapchat accounts, kick, PayPal, and the pages he has joined. Recently found other girls' news in his recently deleted camera roll as well. Is there something I'm doing wrong? Do I bring up the fact that I know he is doing it again, or will that make it worse? worse i don't mind porn watching hell i do it myself but why why the need to purchase nudes from other women i would just like to know about what i could do better or what i did to cause this so hmm. so the porn watching you know um i'm probably nothing you did it's probably just a i want to have sex right now and you're not either available or want to and so he just does that the weird thing um so two years and you found this, uh, did you say you found out? Maybe five months ago. Okay, um, see, the buying porn is weird to me. You know, it, it's just, you know, it's a weird situation where, um, you know, when you're in a relationship and you're just like, you know, you're looking at porn, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta let one out. But the idea of buying it is weird when you're in a relationship to me, because, Buying, buying any porn related content is some single simp shit. And in 2021, we're not doing the simp shit anymore. We are, we are not doing that. Uh, so I guess, yeah, know the question is, uh, how do you bring it up to him? That's a good, good question. Um, so does this make you uncomfortable? Probably yes. So the question here being, what should you do? um, uh, bring, just have an open, honest conversation. Be like, look, I don't mind you looking at porn and everything, but um, I'm just curious why you are buying this and if there's anything I can do better. You know, is, it sounds like a weird conversation that needs to be had in this relationship and maybe some boundaries being, uh, being drawn up. Just like, hey, look at porn. Stop buying it because that's, one, wasting money. And two, uh, if you need me to do anything, I will put out because you sound pretty cool, um, in my mind, uh, doesn't seem like there is anything about you that needs to be changed, so you know, I will let you calm down there, um, but yeah, you need, it looks like a boundary needs to be, some boundaries need to be set up in regards to this, like, uh, hey, um, look at porn as much as you want, but stop buying it, because it's kind of weird, in my mind, it's kind of weird, it's like, it's, it's a weird thing, you know, we talked about OnlyFans earlier, like, women will be like, You know, I don't think I'll ever date a guy who's, like, who buys things on OnlyFans. But at the same time, you're like, well, women should be allowed to use OnlyFans because it's their body, their choice, and it's their work. So I'm like, you got to make up your mind here. Like, if if you're okay with women having OnlyFans, you got to be okay with guys paying for it, you know? Very, very, very simple stuff right there uh, that you need to be uh, looking into uh, like that. So uh, take a look. Make Take a chance, make a change, and uh, break away, as Kelly Clarkson would say. Uh, Number two, had sex after I was dumped and my ex found out. So I dated my ex for three years. It was good at times and bad when it wasn't. He tried contacting his ex multiple times while we were together and was always thinking about her. When he dumped me this time around, yes, there were multiple times, I thought it was for good. Uh, He said he's no... He saw no future with us together, and by him saying that and abruptly dumping me, I took that as, it's over forever. About After about a month, I met this new guy. He would buy me flowers and all the time and was the kindest soul. After a few weeks of hanging out with him and enjoying our time together, we ended up having sex. Nice. Uh... Well, a few weeks ago, this, uh, my ex texted me and said that he decided he does see a future with me and is saying that he loves me, which he never did while we were together, might I add. He was crying to me, literally saying that he loves me and made a mistake. I eventually decided to tell him I had sex with someone else because I felt like it was the right thing to do and he was very angry at me, saying I'm a horrible person and I'm disgusting, borderline accusing me of cheating, even though at that point we were broken up for a month. Now, I just don't know what to do. I just feel so nasty and disgusted with myself. He acted like I just slept around, fucked a whole bunch of guys, which is just not the case. I figured by him saying that, he sees no future with me and dumping me that we would never consider getting back together with one another. Does anyone have any advice? Yes. Uh, It was his fault that he did that shit. And uh, he has to deal with the consequences. Uh, I think I saw one thing, like women are more upset at the beginning of the breakup and eventually get better. But men are okay someone at the beginning of the breakup then eventually realize what they did wrong. And then it goes back on them if they have a soul. Some of them don't. Some of us don't have souls. Um, and that's just a fact that I have to live with him. No, (laughs) like you're with a new guy. He said he saw no future with you. And then he wants to get back together. Um, probably because he's lonely. So I don't, I think he may have wanted to hook up with someone else and uh that didn't work out so he's coming back to you and you should not be anyone's seconds you are the main course you are the main entree you are what we are coming to dinner for and you should not settle for anything you should not settle for him this guy doesn't this guy seems like a boy and it looks like you need a man what age did you say you're all and you said you dated for three years yeah you need to stop getting back together with this guy if it's at some point, if, like, you, if you keep breaking up and getting back together with someone so many times, it's just kind of... There, there's a situation where it's like, I don't think it's going to work out. You know, if you can't consistently stay together, like, you know, people have low points in their relationships and high points in their relationship, but at this point, it's, it's it just doesn't look like it's good. I'm coming, as a third party looking on the outside, from what you're saying, uh, stick around with this new guy. If he's being nice to you and... Uh, you like him just stay with him just forget your ex and uh like I always say if they say that I can't live without you and then just say well then die because it's not your fault okay so yeah just get rid of your ex he's kind of a dumb he's a dum-dum he's kind of a knucklehead some people would say um next question sorry I'm checking my food I have food coming over to me and um yeah, it's coming a lot sooner than I initially intended. Uh I walked in on my boyfriend and I don't know how to feel. My boyfriend and I both work strange hours. He works nights and regularly doesn't come home until 2 a.m. at the earliest. I work mostly evenings with occasional shifts in the morning because he gets home so late. It's not uncommon for him to stay in bed until the afternoon. Today I got home from work around noon and seeing that he was still sleeping, decided to let him rest. About an hour later, I heard sound coming from the bedroom so i thought i'd pop in for an afternoon snuggle apparently he didn't realize i'd come home so i poked my head into the open bedroom door and i literally caught him with his dick in his hand on the paper the whole situation seems comical we're not prudes and it's not like like, I've never seen his dick before. I thought if it ever happened, my instinct would be to laugh. But instead, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I know touching yourself is natural. I do it. I always knew he did too, and I've never had a problem with that. I can't pinpoint exactly what it was that I was feeling or why it shook me so bad that I literally felt like I was having a minor anxiety attack for well over an hour after the fact. He didn't make a big deal out of it, and I felt even more shame on my reaction. He's not the most comfortable about opening up about anything sexual and we just started getting into a groove with it i guess i'm wondering if anyone else has a sim has had a similar experience and i'm also not sure how to proceed so that this doesn't impede our progress opening up to each other in the bedroom now i know when the moment comes you don't know what to do but there could be a next time so i'm going to help you out with next time uh next time since this isn't like a problem for you just kind of Didn't know what to do and just kind of, uh, freaked out for a minute. Um, next time this happens, help him out. Help a brother out. Just, just help him out. That's going to be the best thing to do. That's because the man fantasy, I, we know, we know if we're as schwoke gentlemen in our world and gentlemen and ladies and what the, everything in between, uh, we know that, uh, porn is not real, and porn is not realistic, but men wish it was real, that's the male fantasy, uh, women are all into those, like, books, I don't get that shit, um, but men, men are into porn, so, ladies, when you're like, I don't know how to turn my man on, look at porn, watch how that, that's the shit we love, we're just like, we just walk into situations just like, oh, oh, you walked in on me jerking off, oh, why don't I just help you out there, and that's cool. So, man, that'll be next time to do that. Also, um, best thing I can suggest you do, just don't bring it up. Because, um, honestly, you are both in adults in relationships. And uh, since you both know you do it, it's not a big deal. It's like, oh, my bad. But next time, definitely join in. That's the cool thing to do, okay? Be cool and join in. I hate the... You know, I don't know if I like Face ID. I just got a phone with Face ID like a month ago or something, and I don't know if I like it or not. Um, All right. Went in for a kiss, got rejected. This is a stark difference from last week when we had someone who didn't know, and I don't think they're the same person. Uh, looking at the ages. Been talking to this lady for a month, been doing something every weekend, we've been flirting a lot, and just recently it was my birthday. She woke me up at 6am, drove to my place just to give me a gift before I went off to work. I thank her for the gift and go in for a kiss, and she politely says no. I tell her I like her, and she says the same, and then she proceeds to say maybe this weekend when we hang out again. Uh, IDK, it feels like every move I make, even texting her, may come off as desperate thoughts. Also, her birthday is in a month. Okay. Um, the first thing you need to do is don't come off as desperate. Just, uh, like that. You thought you had the moment right, and you didn't. And, uh, just respect her. I guess that's, hopefully that's what you did. Um, but, yeah, just be like, oh, she didn't want to, didn't want to do it. Oh, well. Um, it happens. Every, every... I feel like it's happened to me. Don't worry. It's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of guys. Don't worry. Just make sure you're respecting her boundaries. That's all you need to worry about. And uh, if she likes you, um, maybe back off a little bit. Don't look desperate. So, like, come off as not desperate enough. And then, uh, basically, she'll get more desperate. Then uh, you don't have to worry about that shit. Maybe that's the thing you need to do. Stop being a little so desperate. Let her get more desperate. And if she doesn't like you, then... um, There's better women out there. My girlfriend is a cuckold. I've been dating her for three years, and we are madly in love. She would occasionally tell me she would get turned on by the thought of me having sex with another woman. Recently, she asked me to flirt with another girl to see if she would really like it. I honestly don't feel comfortable with it, but, hell, I'll do it to see my worth in the market. Is it normal to fetish for women to have? Um, I mean, it happens... It happens. Um, yeah, every, I mean, women sometimes women like that, um, but I mean, I think it's because I think it is because she likes you and likes watching that. And uh, fetishes are weird. We don't get to choose that. It's something weirdly psychological in our brains when we're little, and it then becomes weirdly sexual as we get older. It's a weird. It's a weird life we all live. Um. So here's the thing I would give advice to you. You, you did say, it's like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with it, but how I'll do it just to see my worth in the market. So, um, you obviously don't feel comfortable with it, but I feel like, uh, what you can do though, don't do anything that will really make you uncomfortable. Um, if that's the case, just, just don't do that. But you know, um, if you, there is things you'll do, like, I'll try it out. I'll find what you'll do, what you won't do. And you'll have to compromise from there because relationships are all about compromises. You don't get to, you always, you don't get to kind of choose everything you want unless you're in a very weird relationship, and, uh, yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's, this is the type of guy you get, and, uh, I never heard of a woman cuckold, um, I bet some guys would be really into that shit, um, and it's weird, it's weird when women are into that, because I think it, I think it happened, I mean, um, they're into that, but I just think it's funny, cause there's a lot of guys out there. Cause I feel like there's some guys who are just always programmed to cheat and shit like that and always doing that shit all the time. But, uh, yeah, some women don't. So, yeah. Okay. We got two more questions. Uh, Plus, uh, all of my guy friends want to date slash have sex with me. I really don't mean to sound narcissistic, egotistical, full of myself, etc. Every guy friend that I have had has either developed feelings for me or wanted to have sex with me. And no, I'm not just assuming they have all voiced their desires. I get that we're human and can't always control that, but we can control how those desires affect our relationships. I have never had a guy friend who wanted to remain 100% platonic. It always ruins my friendships with them because they have... They get hurt slash mad, and it becomes awkward. Is this normal? How do I signal to my guy friends that I just want to be friends? Never anything more before they develop feelings. Do I just need to choose better friends? Um, good question there. Um, maybe. So there's a couple things you could do. Maybe have your main friends be uh, women. That's a good sign. Hopefully, you're not one of those uh, women who are just like, oh, I'm just friends with guys because they're so much easier because that means... uh, Sausage. Your soul is just a sausage party waiting to be vulnerable to the next victim. That's from Ride or Die Volume 1, out now, where we stream music along with Ride or Die Volume 2, out now as well. Um, What I can say, though, is probably have more women friends than men friends, and if they're men, maybe they're gay. Um, because yeah, if a guy, cause anytime, uh, I'm going to tell you most of the time, I don't have a lot of friends who are women and the ones that I do, I don't want to sleep with and I generally want them to be my friends because then there's other women. I'm just like, Oh yeah, I want to start something I have. And then if they're like, I just want to be friends. I'm like, it's pretty fucking obvious. I don't need more friends. That's from, uh, I like me better down you're gone from ride or die volume two out now, wherever you stream your music. And, um, yeah. So, um, maybe, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just don't think maybe just trying to make a friend that's a guy in general, cause he's going to want to fuck. It's just, it's just kind of common sense. I'm just telling you, most of my friends that are women. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this are Girlfriends or wives of my guy friends. So that's just easiest to do. That's the only real way because then I see them not as sexual beings or whatever, um, or anyone I want to like possible mate or anything like that. So yeah, or yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Maybe just have friends that are women, not all men, or um, yeah, because. Because you're one of those people who are just like, I like being friends with men because they're so much easier. It just means you're a sausage party. Um, My last question of the evening, my girlfriend wants me to meet her, my family, but I don't want her to. Um... So, uh, long story short, I come from a religious Muslim family. I left the religion, but aside from my brother and cousin, no one else knows my dad isn't really in the picture, but my mom would probably pull her hair out and go clinically insane if she found out I wasn't Muslim. More so if she found out I was dating a white American. We have been dating for about six months, should I explain all of this to my girlfriend and tell her that I wouldn't want to cross that bridge yet. I'm fully capable of leaving my family behind, but would rather wait a year or two until my brother becomes more financially stable so that he could take care of her as i would be shunned out of the family i honestly have no idea what to do and love my girlfriend too much to lose her i wouldn't want to think i'm secretly married or cheating or into any sort of funny business and feel guilty for not letting her know the situation right off the bat but also didn't want to scare her off before getting to know me so yes it's very clear um you need to tell your girlfriend the situation on why you are a little hesitant to uh for her to meet your parents because that's, I mean, it's, it's going to be pretty easy to understand that. And any rational human being is going to understand that, um, in regards to your mom, um, look, so I, I can't, I don't know how to, this is the only way I can really explain this in this way. And I, this is kind of my thoughts on, um, you know, homeless LGBT kids and every shit like that. Um, when you were born, your parents held you nor if your, if your parents are normal, they held you and loved you unconditionally. That's how being a parent works. Apparently I wouldn't know, but I have to assume that's it. Um, as a rational human being and you grow up and shit like that. And then one day you don't align with what they want you to do. Um, and some parents kind of wish you may have, would have. But at the same time, they should still love you if they're good parents. If they don't do that, if they're deciding that this is an issue, honestly, it, your life is probably better without them. I mean, you you want to have your parents in your life, but it's not. But your parents should love you unconditionally. That's, I, I shouldn't have to explain that to anyone. Um, as someone who doesn't have kids, but who knows people with kids, and that's how they describe it to me. Uh, that's the situation. So, um, I mean, you could still say you're Muslim, but you're dating a white girl. So, just, I mean, that's a situation too that you could go through. But at the same time, it's just, you know, she's an adult, you're an adult. So, uh, she needs to get over that. She's not, you're not going to be everything she wants you to be. Um, maybe you can tell her to grow the fuck up because uh, she isn't, she can't be in charge of what you believe and what you want to do and how you want to live your life that's just how it is and your mom should still love you regardless and if she doesn't then there's something wrong with her for not loving it if you don't love your child you're you're a messed up parent it's just you know it's like it's half of you it's like it's like this is this thing is half you you should like that that's like even narcissist be like i like this kid because he he's half of me and she like that so that's our ending today on a bummer. So, thank you so much for listening to Cancel Shweezy. Questions, comments, or concerns can be emailed to theschweggcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also check out all my music on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Deezer, YouTube, Amazon, wherever you get your music at. You can go check out Shweezy. I have a ton of three EPs, a couple of singles mixed in here or there. Follow me on all social media. That's at the Shweezy. And check out the Patreon to financially support the show. And it's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. So, That's how I'm ending the show for today. Honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Hashtag pray for Micah. Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for uh, finishing the full episode. You made it this far, and I am super proud of you. Uh, if you want to support the show even further, we do have a Patreon page where you can financially support the show, keep us going financially, and uh, being one of the top-ranking smoke lords that